This week, I become the super ultimate high school level noob. And I'm ready with a six shooter full of truth bullets. I'm Kyle. And I'm Garrett, and we watch anime. Garrett, this week I take you on a trip. Not like a normal trip with scenic views, casual pit stops, and bland sing-alongs. No, I mean an acid trip. An overstimulated adventure of colors, music, and just a smattering of high school murder. Truth be told, if you thought that this anime was nuts, you should see the places this goes when you play the video game. That's right, this week we tackled the despair-filled, murder mystery, high school drama with neon pink blood, also known as Danganronpa, the animation. But before we begin, Garrett, what are new fans going to be expecting from these shows? This week we do a little bit of addition. We've got Poirot, plus Clue, plus Saw. Yeah, all of them together, and with a lot of crazy music and executions, it's wild. And... To say that I wasn't super excited to suggest this one to you would be an upper understatement. I love this property for many reasons, but I don't want to put the cart before the horse because it's the point of the show is for me to reel myself in, especially on these moments. So uh, the show that we're doing today is the anime version of the video game known as Danganronpa. Now Danganronpa, um, we'll, we'll explain what that means in a little bit, but it's a story that came out of a video game series. And this video game series was actually really little, not well known, and it only came out on the PSP. So that gives you an idea how little it got traction. Or was, was it just in Japan or in the U.S. as well? It was just in Japan for a while, and then it got a, nat a localization to the United States, and no one thought anything of it, right? It's a portable-only video game. It's a mm -hmm. visual novel. It's super Japanese. There was no way this was going to get credit, and it has since become a beloved cult darling with, and I kid you not, since it, it came out in 2012, the video game series, and the anime came out also in 2012, but it came out with nine video games, 25 manga titles, okay. three anime properties, and nine novels. The, right. uh, the last uh, video game that came out, Danganronpa V3 Killing Harmony, came out in 2018. So this thing has gotten legs for something that wasn't really considered, like, it was really only supposed to be this, this thing in Japan, but it really has some legs now. Well, it, for more weight... In more ways than one, it's like the survivor mm -hmm. of, of anime video games in that it is, as we'll discuss once we get to the premise, mm -hmm. it eventually runs out and needs to be renewed with a renewed set of characters. Right. And so that's probably why they can continuously reinvent themselves. And not only that, but I would say this is the cleverest of something that has a, a lather, rinse, repeat, and it kind of carried by its style and its wackiness. Mm -hmm. It, I've, I've, you know, so this gets me to where I really want to give a real confession. The first thing that I want to say is that I love this series, but not just the anime. The anime's okay, and I think you and I are going to have a good conversation about it, but your boy has a confession mm -hmm. to make. This is the most weeaboo thing I've ever done okay. in that I have done full Let's Plays on YouTube and watched them. No commentary. So it's not like someone's talking about themselves playing the video game. They're not talking about anything. I just watched someone play the video game all the way through. Danganronpa, you know, 30-minute episodes, maybe 12. Why didn't you play? I don't I, – I, the thing is the game, it has different character trees, and, like, to do it right would probably take me several tries. So what would normally be, you know, 
20 hours to watch on YouTube would take me 40 to 60 hours just trying to figure out how to do the dang class trials. But for me, I've watched like a full playthrough with no mistakes just so I can get the story because I love the story so much. Right. Uh, but just so Garrett was talking about was like survivor mode. The artist who did this show was very much inspired by the death game style of, of shows and specifically saw, which you mentioned in the, in the title and another uh, survival uh, game movie called cube, which came out not that long ago. And he just slapped a lot of anime on it and it seems to have really worked. So it, it brought back a lot of fond memories. Uh, this will date Kyle and I and, and our ages, not that we've ever tried to hide it, but no. uh, for about three years in a row, we had a Halloween tradition where I would come out to the college that he was going to, uh, and we would get absolutely blasted on Halloween. And the next day I would hung over, watch saw movies, uh, <laughs> Well, I remember it was a thing too. Like freshman or sophomore year was the year the first one came out. It was and get into a costume, watch Garrett very nauseously watch the movie Saw, which also had like a lot of like random movements. So I can't imagine that be a very comfortable thing, you know. Something yeah, like I, 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 I definitely remember it was the first or second year we did it where I got up like six times to go to the bathroom because I was like, nope, nope. It's a very. <laughs> it was it was so consistent that we're like Garrett, like if you don't do it by Saw three, why are you here, man? I know. <laughs> So, Garrett, I, I want, like, the name Danganronpa doesn't make a lot of sense. I'll have to explain why when we talk about the gameplay. But give us a general gist on what the setting's all about. What is the story about? It's a right. lot to unpack. Go it for it, It's a lot to unpack. And one of my criticisms of the show is that there's just so many, like, givens that they're going to explain away with, like, exposition. And you're like okay i mean you could have fleshed this out a little bit more but yeah that's there's fine. a lot of like yeah there's a lot of like once something said it's just true yes yes <laughs> you know? but, but anyway so i i want to say that the we'll call him our lead character uh although it's really an ensemble piece is right. Niagi. yeah Niagi is standing outside this hope peak high school and so one more thing, this was a really crazy week for me. So I needed to multitask. So on my two screens in my office, I watched it on one and I worked on the other. And because of that, I had to do dub so that I could hear what they were saying. <laughs> right, right, right. It was atrocious. Whoa, man. <laughs> Dang this it. This is why, man, this is why your, your boy stays strictly on the subs over dubs debate. But, you know, I understand why you had to go for it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, so Niagi is standing outside of this imposing building and he's saying, here I am. I've been selected to come to this incredible private high school and I am one of the lucky few and I can't believe I got here. Just sheer luck was on my side. So let's take a second for the school too. Like what is about this school that's so awesome is that it's like everybody is like a unicorn of their skill goes to this school and Niagi is so mediocre, but because he won a lottery that the whole country goes for, he was considered like the ultimate. And there's another thing that happens with this show, ultimate that, lucky one. Everyone's called like the super ultra uh, high school level something. And his yes. was super high school, ultra high school level yep. lucky guy. And that was his thing just because he won a really hard lottery, I guess. Right. So, so he takes a step into the school and immediately his world starts swirling and he wakes up in a room that's like bound shut with iron shutters. Mm -hmm. And now you are legit. This guy is legit. I know you metaphorically say you're trapped in high school. This guy is legit trapped in high school. <laughs> right. Right. And so he, he, 
he must have been drugged or something, and he right. gets up and he stumbles out and he finds himself in the school auditorium. And there stand 14 of the weirdest collection of characters you'd ever imagine. And I, I understand that you're telling me that it's under the guise of everyone is this super ultimate one thing, but it's really just a way to maximize every caricature that they have. Right. Right. There's exactly. the baseball guy. Yes. There's the, the one that got me was the grappler, which it took me three episodes to realize was a woman. Yes. <laughs> when they say Sakura, wait, who's Sakura? Because she That's looks me. like... Guys, imagine if Blanca went to your high school from Street Fighter with like a scar across the face, but and but was kind of wearing a ripped Sailor Moon outfit with breasts, <laughs> which is what I like saw later on. Um, but you've got your um, you've got your super ultimate air, which is like the shiny glasses. Yes, he's the mega character. Ah, uh-huh, I figured it out. You've got your super ultimate like Lollycon character. You've got right. your your super ultimate library character, your super old, just every yeah. type of caricature Archetype. you could possibly imagine. And they've inserted it here in some way. And they are all students and they're all wondering what they're doing there, which is when we're introduced to a dancing effing bear. <laughs> so I'm going to put a pause there. We're going to definitely go back to the bear because the bear is important. Folks, the bear is important. I promise you. But that's something that I thought was really funny is that for a show that tells you that these characters are the best, there are some that are actually beneficial to society that you would want to cultivate, like an athletic baseball player. Got Mm -hmm. it. A grappler, judo. I get it. Um, One's a detective. Awesome. That's great. Like one's a librarian, like fanfic writer. I can get that. But some of them are like top level hall monitor, (laughs) top level magazine are a model one was like oh no a top top level uh like fan manga art yeah like, like top level weave and i was like i thought i had that title but i guess they they have a super high school level one that that, that, that Which, me. by the way that character was so big and fat and they gave him like dog lips yeah i don't know if you noticed it looked like a basset hound had lips yeah so this is just to point out that like you're right it's just the frame archetypes to have it make sense when things happen and like mm-hmm. kind of give them history because you don't really need to know a lot of these people for the most part for obvious reasons mm-hmm. when we get to it but yeah let's get back to the bear the bear's name is Monokuma and I uh, want you to talk me through Monokuma what's what's Which, Monokuma's bag in the Hulu Hulu description is Kuma Japanese for bear yes it is okay because in the Hulu description they kept calling him mono bear and I was oh like, that's so bad oh Hulu well no I mean they say Monokuma in the show, but in okay. the actual, like, uh, description, like, yeah. Mono Bear, yeah. you know, is, is what they called it. Uh, it was a direct translation. Right. It comes from the idea of um, monochroma, which means monochrome, so black and white. And so it's like a Monokuma, Monochroma. Right. It's got like a it's, – it's a pun that doesn't really make sense in, in so, English. So this was the Harvey Dent of bears. Yes, he's got like the, like if you can do it, like I've always practiced that myself, the Harvey Dent face where you try to like smile with one side of your face and like have a big sneer on the other one. And it's really hard. So he looks like an adorable panda on like one side of his face and the other is like a demon eye and smile. <laughs> um, and, and you think, what a cute is... character. No, he's the most seditious bastard of the entire show. 
Yeah, he he's uh he's like I don't know, he's he's like the board overlord, but he's the principal yes. of the high school. Right. Um and he starts telling all of these characters that they are trapped mm-hmm. in this high school. And of course they're like, screw you, we have families, you can't trap us here. And one of the characters even tries to like threaten him and grab him and he starts beeping and <laughs> Someone yells, throw him away, throw him away. And he throws the bear away and the bear explodes and up through the trap door in the stage comes another bear. Yes. <laughs> so, so clearly the bear is being, is the bear is like. An avatar anim- to whoever's doing this, yeah. It's like an avatar for whoever's doing this thing. So that's what I think is right. Right, he, he's an avatar. He's an avatar and like Dr. Claw is somewhere in like the. The background. <laughs> With just one hand. Letting the cat. <laughs> so, so we find out that they're all trapped in this high school. Um, and this avatar is keeping them prisoner. And he says that they're basically going to be there the rest of their lives. However, he's created this Roman holiday. This, this where he derives pleasure from other people's pain. And... And as it's designed, you can escape. So in order to get out of here, you need to kill one of your classmates, but then you need to get away with it. And you say, how do you get away with it? Well, once three people have discovered this dead classmate, a Mm -hmm. timer starts. And this timer starts an investigation where you have to work together Mm -hmm. and then you go to this really awkward jury room where you're standing in a circle and they give this lame ass uh, explanation like based upon a classic parliamentary uh, and you're like, this is stupid. But, um, and you have to vote on who you think did it. It's Again, it's like Clue where you're like, it was Colonel Mustard in the library yes. with the rope. But this time it's the super duper high school level, you know, origami person. Right. <laughs> right. Right. But here's the kicker. If you right. elude them, well, f- first of all, if they guess you and mm-hmm. you really did it, you die. They execute you. Yes. They execute you in really clever ways. <laughs> if you fool them, mm-hmm. you survive, but... Everyone else dies. Everyone else gets executed. So this goes into that sort of lather, rinse, repeat mm-hmm. that you mentioned because you know uh, that eventually people are going to start going crazy. And, mm-hmm. and initially, you know, they, they have these good moral standings where they're like, we're not going to do anything. Right. Like, we're not going to kill one another. We're not going to be puppets to this guy. And then the Avatar finds ways to motivate them. Right. The first one is he sends them all to the media classroom, which is, again, is so stupid. <laughs> Send them to the media classroom, and they all have a DVD, and they are shown clips of things that are important, things or people who are important to them, mm-hmm. and tragedy befalls them. Right. And this is sort of pushing the button and, and mm-hmm. saying, okay, you got to get out of here. You got to get out of here. So people start, you know, exp- experiencing desperation mm-hmm. and murders start happening. Well, that's the funny thing about it. So uh, I learned about this, this show because I wanted, so like I was looking for, I was like, did like a list of what are some top, like, 
you know, because I was reading Gantz at the time. So I was like, oh, I want like that, like death game style. And so they gave me this list and they put Danganronpa. I had no idea what was going on. And then I saw the kids. I was like, all right, this is ridiculous. These, these caricatures are stupid, yeah. you know. But once I got to the idea of the class trial, that got me super stoked because it was what an interesting and like really cool foil for the show. I, I thought this show was so stupid for a very pr- brief period. And then immediately I was like, this is one of the best things I've watched in this whole experiment. Right. I, I was like, I was like, what a really interesting idea. And then you start to realize like it's really stylish and like the music gets really cool and all that stuff. And I just love the idea of like the debate for your life kind of thing. And I, right. and I think that's what really got me excited about this show. Um, and that's a really, it's, it's, it's a little bit of lather rinse repeat, but it's kind of has a formula that goes right. through like two or three episodes and every time like you would think it'd get old, but mm-hmm. it doesn't. And that, that formula is very good. It's called, it's what I would call everyone has their everyday life. They're mm-hmm. like, they're, they, they get along. They want to be best friends, you know, anime or the best of friends. Then, uh, Monokuma throws in the motive, right? He throws in something that makes you make someone, at least one person try to kill the others. Then someone is murdered. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then the class trial happens. It has lots of t- twists and turns. And then finally someone gets executed, as you said, in the gnarliest, wildest ways. And that's going to get its own space, I promise you. So this is – so two things. First off, I wanted to put a space in the fact that Monokuma – this is just a note that I learned in my research which I thought was weird – was not the original idea for the principal, like the bad guy principal of the show, what they were going to do was they were going to take, you know, those, like, anatomy dolls where, like, one half is a full body, but the other half is, like, organs and, like, and, like, that was going to come at them and, like, oh, I want you to murder each other. I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm an anatomy doll. And then they realized that was a little bit too creepy, so they okay. went with the teddy bear. <laughs> so, thank God for that. Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> no, we're talking, like, a person, like, a human being yeah. anatomy doll with, like, the organs and stuff like that. That's, that would have been super creepy. Um, but... This is so the second thing is let's go through the first case now. For those listening, I'm gonna estimate that our conversation about this is gonna take roughly seven, eight minutes. And so if you don't want to spoil Dungan Ropa for yourself, I would skip ahead seven, eight minutes from here. You should pass it by. You'll you'll hear it. So we're gonna get back to it since. But Garrett, let's talk through the first try. As you said, they don't want to do it. No one wants to kill anybody. Throws in the motive of Here's your family. Your family's dead. What are you going to do about it? And boo, 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 boo. It's another way he, he laughs. Um, and what happens? So give me a give so, me. So uh, time is a funny thing here. I don't yeah. know if some of this stuff is happening within hours, within days, if they've been there for weeks. But it starts, again, with our mediocre hero, Nyagi. Uh, and he gets a knock on the door, and it's from this beautiful Sailor Moon-esque character, um, Mezano. Now, Mezano, super high level ultimate uh, idol. So she's an idol singer, yes. but she's the best of her best. Yeah. But she wasn't just a teen band idol. Mm-hmm. She also went to middle school with Aggie. So he knows her, and she yeah. knows him, and they they sort of in an episode and a half seem to have this connection of all this craziness is going on, but at least we know one another. So there's like some, we could know no one, but at least there's some level of comfort behind that. And so they're at Niagi's in his room mm-hmm. and Mezano comes over one night and she says she's scared and you know, she doesn't know what to do. And 
they decide that they're going to switch rooms. Mm-hmm. And Nayagi's going to go sleep in her room, and Maisano's going to sleep in his room. And it's kind of interesting because apparently the girls' bathrooms in their rooms have locks, but the boys do not. Don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot sure. of double standards on the gender thing in this in this show, but yeah. They get into a lot of interesting gender Yeah, in yeah. <laughs> um, but they decide to switch, and so the next morning, Nayagi wakes up, and it turns out that Maisano has been found dead in the bathroom. Now, let's pause for a second here. Now, every time someone's murdered, you get what is like the reveal moment, and so I've been practicing the sound that happens every time they find a dead body. So what normally happens is you see like, like a zoom in of a, a corner that's not where the dead body is, but it like, it's like grainy and it starts like jiggling around the camera, but then it ends. So I'm gonna play the sound effect now. Now Garrett, I'm gonna need you to do make this noise. I want you to go, just make that noise for me, ready? <laughs> I'm sure that's what it sounded like because it's what it sounds like to me. Oh, it's a it's a turkey call. Yeah, it's just like you see like the yeah you see you just see like the thing scan around and all of a sudden you see the body it goes. So everybody, let us know on Instagram or in our, our social media how close was I with the Dungan Ropa sound. <laughs> so yeah, and then one another thing that's crazy is that they don't show blood; they show like neon pink blood. Yeah, Pepto Bismol. <laughs> people... They're all they're all. If you've ever watched Star Trek, they're all Klingon. Yeah, they're... Klingon blood is pink. <laughs> they have radioactive pink blood, and I guess that's to lower the rating. I guess I don't know, but <laughs> so yes, so they found. The, her, his friend Sayaka is dead, and so now we have to do an investigation and find out who killed her. So, yeah. <laughs> right. And so, there's a lot of things wrong here. Um, so, immediately, people believe it's Nayagi, and, and your lead character, his back is against the wall in the first episode. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, of the key factors here is that the nameplates on the doors switched. were switched. Yeah. yeah. So, so everyone has a nameplate on their own. So even though Maisano was sleeping Nayagi in Nayagi's room, yeah, the door said Maisano. Right. But and the door is also in a lot of disarray. There was like scratches all over the place, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she was found in the bathroom with a knife in her chest and right. blood all over the place. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And and so. It's up to Nayagi to defend himself um, because, you know... In room. It's his room. Right, yeah. It's his room. She was found dead. They knew each other. And there's a lot of... Of course, there's a lot of panic in the situation. There's mm-hmm. a lot of wild accusations. And he's not thinking straight. And, and he has to sort of piece together and find out mm-hmm. who could this have been? Why could it have not been him? I mean, he knows it's not him. But how do you defend yourself against mm-hmm. this? Um, especially when no one has any reason to take your word. Right, it. exactly. You're also, and also like, you know, there's some other clues here and there. And this is the thing that I think the anime doesn't do as good as watching a long play of it is it really rushes to the clue finding part. And I get why they would do that. Well, right. And that was one of my big complaints about the show is right. that um, in any mystery, 
uh, whether it's Sherlock, whether it's Poirot, what, what, or any similar property, I don't want, as a viewer or as a reader, I want to be privy to all the evidence so that I could have right. possibly come up with it myself. And that's what's going to ding this show for me too, is the like, I, I wanted it to kind of be like another where they say it's fair game, right? I want to know everything. And so mm -hmm. I can piece it together. If you watch a long play, you get that. But if yeah. you watch the anime, you're going to, you're hundred percent going to miss that. But the big thing that, that put it, put it away. The final piece was that she wrote a dying message behind her, but right. She wrote it as she was dying. Lord knows how she wrote it on the wall behind her. Uh, but here was another big key was that everything was not as it seemed. Mm -hmm. She died, but she was the intended murderer mm -hmm. that night. She wanted to murder someone in Nagy's room and then switch the plates back and say, look, he killed someone because he was in a room and stuff like that. Right. Absolutely. But it went terribly wrong for her. Yes. And, and the person who got attacked killed her in self-defense. And so now everyone has to try and figure out who that was. And um, it ends up being the baseball player. Right. And his name is Leon. But on the back of the wall, you see it 11037. But if right. you read it, if you flipped it upside down, it spells Leon. Right. Kind of like and spelling boobs in a calculator. is. <laughs> And that, everyone thought that they were trying to be like, what's this random sequence of numbers? Not right. realizing if you just flipped it. And then when this dawns on them and they're in the tribunal and they start looking for more evidence, they had found her bloody sleeve shirt or, or a bloody sleeve yeah. shirt that was half incinerated from the incinerator. Right. But the issue is, is that the incinerator has a locked gate in front of it. Mm -hmm. So the only way it could be activated would be if someone could throw something through the gate mm -hmm. and turn the button of the incinerator on. And because he's such a fantastic baseball player, he's the only person who could have made this throw. Mm -hmm. And the show was in real danger of losing me. Right. Right there. But it, it pulled me back in. Yeah. Now, because... All right. So now we're out of a little bit of spoiler territory. Now, if you're catching back up to us, I'm going to probably put right. vocal cues. I'm probably going to put audio cues so people don't, I don't spoil too much. Now, if this was just the show, the whodunit aspect, I'd be like, cool. What a great show, like cornering someone with logic and stuff like that. That's something that really s speaks to me. But it really didn't solidify to me until you realized how people got executed. Doesn't matter if it was in self-defense. You murdered someone and you know the rules of the game. And... All right. of a sudden you see, and, and then that's the thing, like you start to see little things where like when he says you're executed, like you see an 8-bit version of the guy get like dragged away. And, like, and then we get to the first of like the stylistic, gnarly mm -hmm. executions. If you don't want to get spoiled, I'm going to say two minutes from here. I'm going to give audio cues, it'll be fine. But where you get to the execution for the legendary baseball player known as 1000 Fungos. Garrett, talk us through it. <laughs> right. So the way in which they decide you die inherently has something to do with your person or your character. Mm -hmm. And being someone who was so good at baseball, uh, they tied him up on a fence and they put a baseball Gatling gun in front of him or yeah. essentially a fast pitch machine. Right. Yeah. But like, it looks like a gun. It's like legit looks like a right. gun. And, and then just, it's not just one. It's like four or five. They just turned it on high. So it was just at one after another. Yeah. 
And then you hear like the Duggar and it's it's like it's crazy because like this guy's like really getting murdered, so you're feeling te- terrible for this guy. But another time is like the music for this for this execution is so weird. You're like wah 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 wah, and then you're and he's just getting murdered by these fungo balls. One thing I really like is I like the animation that they switched to during the execution because it was based on the video game. So that's a good indicator. Is like anytime something was two D looking, that is. That's supposed to be from the video game. That is actually video game footage. Got it. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it was gnarly, right? And uh, mm-hmm. I remember thinking to myself, oh my God, that this, this show did it for me. Just after those three episodes, I'm hoping it did it for you too, Garrett. Yeah, no, I mean, I went seven episodes deep like you requested and I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Right, and because the mysteries are cool and the Latherance repeat of the class trials are cool, but there is an overarching mystery on top of the mystery. Like, right. who is Monokuma? Is he one of them? Is he someone separate? Yeah. Why is this happening? Why are they locked in? Like it's. I mean, but this is this is right in our wheelhouse. Right. We watch like Murder She Wrote and like procedural thrillers and and just I I like the comfort of that and I like the mystery of that and I like that in this I know that one episode's going to be a kill, the other episode's going to be figuring it out. Next episode's going to be a kill. Next episode's going to be figuring it out, and that brings me comfort. Right, it does me too. And that was, I, I, I we're gonna have a conversation about further about Doctor Robot down the line. But uh, the one thing that's crazy about the show and people love about it is the executions. Like, I think it says something about society, both in Japan, United States, Europe, where this is very popular as well. That like people are, fin- fin- you know, I just love the execution parts of this show because imagine taking some. What they do is they essentially take your personality or your top skill and they murder you with it. And I just find that to be awesome. And I think, and once again, spoiler alert for those is that you get to other, uh, you've seen three executions overall. Yes. And they're usually the way it works is that they take a skill from you and they kill you with it. But then there's also like an ironic twist at the end of it, which I think is crazy. Not the fungus one. That was pretty straightforward, but the second and third one definitely had like a lot of had humor in it which is wild. So, for example, let's talk about, uh, spoiler, the second case, we'll talk about the case, but um, later, the, it was called the Cage of Death for the biker Owada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, what, his, what was his execution all about? That one made me go like, what is this? <laughs> well, I didn't know what was happening at first because, so they had this circus set up and in between two like hanging lion face or tiger faces is the motorcycle cage that, you know, they go in and they spin around. Yeah, like, around. you know, Barton and so, Bailey, they have three bikes and they all circle around. Yeah. So you see this motorcycle zooming towards the cage and <laughs> Monokuma the bear is driving it and, and he's got, he's got Owada riding bitch behind him. And at the last minute, he jumps off, yeah. and Owada goes into the cage, and he's spinning around. And I'm like, I don't really understand how he's supposed to die. And as best I can figure it, <laughs> the cage is electrified, and it cooks him, and it turns him into a TV dinner. No, butter. He turns into butter. <laughs> into butter? It Apparently, the human body, if spun <laughs> and electrocuted enough, becomes butter and i'm like that's harsh 
and then they go a step further by making pancakes in front of Monokuma, and he's eating pancakes with a lot of butter on top. This robot bear. I'm like, what a gnarly freaking show this is. It's that. Oh my God. It's awesome. I miss that. So it's 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 like wild. And then we get to the third execution. We'll talk more about the, the things as well, but I just think the executions are really cool to talk about because they're like the best part of the show. Is there's the um the kill the, the execution of the famous the top level gambler, uh who is Celestia, um and, and how she, what is it what is it with gamblers and red eyes? Don't know. I, and you know what? I think this show does a lot of like pop culture references throughout all the time. That I'm sure it was a Kakegurui reference. I'm sure it was 100 yeah. percent. Okay. Yeah. So, so you talk about twists. So the twist with the motorcycle was you think he's going to die a motorcycle death, but they turn him into butter. And so the, the, the third one is this girl, her dream, because remember we said that everyone was brought to the multimedia room and you were given a DVD right. and it showed you something to motivate you, right? Right. So whenever things start to get to a lull, Monokuma starts trying to like instigate things right. again. And so the most recent one was is he showed him that the person who survived, if anyone survived, would get $10 million. Mm-hmm. So this character, character Celestia, the, the gambler, she is all about money, obviously, mm-hmm. as a gambler, but she always wanted that, like, princess castle. She and wants so, to be more European than she actually is because right. she's 100% Japanese. Right. She wants and, to be and as be, European Because as of that, you know, she wants to be, like, Marie Antoinette. Right, right exactly, yeah. Now, I don't know how a witch trial thing gets put in, but they decide to burn her at the stake. And so they light it on fire. And she's the only one who's, like, totally accepting of this because she's a gambler. It's one of those things where you, like, live by the blade, die by the blade. Exactly. And so she's there and she's burning and, like, a smile comes over her face. And you see a fire truck racing towards the fire. And you're like, oh, man, are they going to, like, torture her by, like, by, like, putting out the fire and burning her again yeah like what's happening and no it goes off a ramp and splat and just like nails her this show that's the stick about the show it does like these really like comical funny but also kind of sad executions and for two other games i'm gonna tell you two other um really funny executions that i thought were really funny from other two games so there's one that is based on the chef the super high school level chef. It's the first case of the second game. And it's called a uh, deep fried Teru Teru. The character's name is Teru Teru. And he's like on a post and a helicopter comes in with like missiles, but instead of exploding and blowing him up, it's got eggs and, and flour on it. And then the helicopter picks him up and he's covered with like eggs and flour and then panko dust. And then they throw him into a volcano and cook him like he's a chicken teriyaki stick. <laughs> And then there's another one where, like, uh, there's the, well, the the third game has the and this is the first case as well. The the famous piano player, the high school level piano player, they put a, a she puts a noose around her neck, and so they're like making her play the piano while she's like hanging from her neck with her feet, so her feet are hitting this giant piano, like and like playing this basic piano thing while she's hanging. But then, like, while she's about to go, she's about to pass out, and all of a sudden, the 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 thing that closes on the piano has spikes on it, so it goes bong, and it just drops him. This show is gnarly. So, it got me thinking, Garrett. Okay. If you were stuck in this situation. All right. How would you try to get away with murder? 
and I'm going to tell you what would happen if you got executed. So go ahead. <laughs> okay. So step number one, I would try not to be sus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of things that are like, they're like, I, I'm guaranteeing to leave clues. <laughs> I'm just like guaranteeing that I'm going to leave clues. That's the first step. It's like, it's, this is honestly like Among Us in real life. And I guess yeah. you're hitting those stats. It's like, how would you do it in real life if you're in this school? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. I'd probably, I, I know that there's a, I, off the top of my head, I know that there's um, a sauna. Yeah. And I know that I'd probably find someone who, a known character who liked the sauna and it's known that yeah. they like the sauna and then somehow trap them in there to cook. Oh, see, that's good, Garrett. Uh, but unfortunately, you got caught. Uh, you're in. You're you. The class trial found you out somehow. You left behind. They left a, a note that said "get it all," and you got stuck. So let me tell you what your execution would look like. So, Garrett, you are, as far as I'm concerned, a super ultimate high school level wine guy. You know wine. You are wine. It's your thing. So this is Garrett's, and I'm gonna play the the execution music that I was talking about before in the background while I talk about your execution. So this is the execution of the super high school level wine guy. And this, this, this execution is called, Cheers, my man. <laughs> so Garrett gets hogtied and placed into an oversized wine glass. He thinks that he's about to drown, but then the get glass begins to swirl as he gets enveloped by in a swirl of force which staggers him. As he thinks he is always lost, and the second glass comes in to cheers and shatters both glasses into a menagerie of sharp glass, cutting Garrett down. So that's my that's me taking your thing and then throwing irony at the end of it. So. Do you know how I got caught, though? How did you get caught, Garrett? Well, the person died in the sauna window and died in the sauna. And yeah. there's a window into the sauna. Yeah. And they tried to write with their finger on the glass. Yeah. But, but when they found them, there was no more steam, ah. so they couldn't see it. So uh-huh. it only took someone going up to the glass and going, <sighs> <laughs> and the grease of the finger was revealed to say, <laughs> I would, I would, here's what I would do. I would make it as simple as possible. No reason for it. I, it would be random. It You'd would make be- it as what? I would make it as simple as possible. Uh, someone's sleeping. I'm going to go in the room. It's going to straight up just like stab him or choke him or do something like that and just walk away. There's no, there's no forensics at this thing. It's not like they're going to find my fingerprints. A lot of times people get caught because they did like way too much. I think less is more with this game. So I would just murder quick, be done with it and walk away and try to do it in the, like the most easiest, simple way possible because it's hard to find you when like, they don't have DNA evidence. They don't have fingerprint analysis. They don't right. have like, footprint stuff. So I just like, I would just make it simple. But Garrett, they found me out. They found me out. And now I'm, uh, I'm going to get executed. And so now this is uh, the, su- and I would call myself the super high school level weeb uh, is who I am. So here's my execution. Um, Kyle takes a seat and is surrounded by all of the manga anime he could ever want. But as he's about to read, all of a sudden he knows that he's on a platform full of rockets that shoot him into the sky, which causes a twinkle like Team Rocket. <laughs> All of the best anime figures of history coming to take him out. Luffy beats the crap out of him with his Gatling gun. His gum gum Gatling gun. 
He gets slashed several times by Ichigo Kurosaki. Then as he's about to receive the finishing blow, a Gundam suit fires a giant laser. And he thinks to himself, this is it. This is how I'm going to go. And then all of a sudden, magical girls appear and take him away from the fire. And as he thinks he's about to be lightly dropped in the ground, he's dropped full speed onto the Tokyo Japanese sky tree, impaling him in the middle. <laughs> I had a lot of time this week, Garrett. So <laughs> they uh, they get a little creative in this uh, in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so that's that's how we would uh, get by our uh, our murders. But the thing that I and this is, I, I, it's not like I'm pitching. You have to do the long plays of the with a video game. You just get more out of it because the 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 show itself, as you said, sloms over a lot of things. It skips a lot of things. And mm-hmm. the first thing that you're going to notice is that were you confused when you saw bullets being shown? Like in the cutscenes and stuff? When it was about to start to try, you see like bullet, bullet, bullet and stuff like that. You saw like a six shooter, you know, cylinder come out. Did I you- mean, I just assumed that they were implying that it was an execution of sorts. Right. So the reason why the show is called Danganronpa, Danganronpa means bullet rebuttal. And so what happens as the gameplay is done is that when you receive a clue, it becomes what's called a truth bullet. Hmm. Which makes is this is what makes it really fun when you watch in a class trial, and as people are debating, you're seeing their words pop up, and including key phrases that they're like saying, like, like uh, there was no she didn't leave any message, and then you saw that there was a message. You take the bullet that says she left a message, and you shoot it, like physically shoot it at that word, breaking it. Mm-hmm. So that is what like the gameplay of debate is all about. It's actually kind of really cool when you watch it. Um, so yeah, that's what did you think? You didn't get that in the anime though, right? No, I did not. <laughs> the, and then it gets like even more absurd, the ways in which that they, um, they try to, uh, you know, do more with debate mm-hmm. than just, uh, you know, just the truth bullets is, uh, there's also when you have an answer on the tip of your tongue. Well, you know what it is, is that. Go ahead, Garrett. Yeah, no, go. No, well, I was just going to say the show is going to, so right off the bat like yes they come up with some creative ways to kill people in this series mm-hmm. but when you wanted to talk about future ones you didn't want to give away any more from this yeah already like the second one when you're like they drop them in tempura about it you're it becomes very final destination esque, mm-hmm. where every kill has to beat the previous one mm-hmm. i mean think about the first like final destination like mm-hmm. uh he escapes the plane, which yes was the big first one, but like, like his buddy dies because of the wire and the bathtub, and it was like yeah. very simplistic stuff. Yeah, yeah. But you constantly need to escalate and make it bigger and badder than the time before. And I could totally see watching this season and thinking it is great, and then not liking subsequent seasons. Like mm-hmm. you know, the first few real worlds were phenomenal. Yeah. After that, there's no need to watch. <laughs> But I promise you, honestly, the second one was my favorite, if you watch the playthrough. Because there's no anime for the second one, which I was really bummed about, honestly. All right. um, but another thing that they do is, like, if you got something on the tip of your tongue, you get this little mini game in which, like, it's like Hangman, but, like, the letters float by, and you yeah. shoot the letters so that they, and then, like, it tells you if you're correct, and sometimes if, it, if the letter hits another letter that's wrong, it'll disappear, so you're like, ooh, I missed it. And so it becomes, like, 
they do like mini games of thinking, so to speak, which I think is really interesting to keep the the like your investment in it. Because essentially, what the show is is what's called a visual novel. Yep. And a visual novel is a is basically that. It's just you're you're playing a video game, but it's like a choose your own adventure that you play through a, a video game. Right. But it's but you're seeing the characters. There's a lot of dialogue trees, and depending on your actions, affects the story. Mm-hmm. It's essentially that, but then they add all these wacky things on top of it to make it more interesting. Mm. And later games, when you're trying to figure out things, they'll ask you questions, but as you're going through your brain, you're either one one game you're snowboarding through the ideas. That's another thing that you're doing. <laughs> and another thing that you're doing is that, uh, well, now the, the third game, you're doing like a cruising USA thing where you're like in yeah. a car, but there's a girl in there and you're just like driving around. Like, it's so awesome how they think of these really crazy pop culture things. And then there's another one where you have, like, a sword fight with someone based on the truth. So they come at you with, like, their ideas, but then you slash their, their BS, basically, with swords. Um, and then you have, like, a sword fight where you're dueling your, your uh, individual blades. It's, it's pretty crazy. Get so crazy that in the third game, you get what's called a scrum, where everyone gets, like, launched into, like, a, like a, like a space station. And their, their truths are, like, missiles. So they're, like, shooting missiles at each other, like, mi- missile command. It's wild and it's just it just shows you that the show is all about its style it's about its music it's about its flavor it's it's a lot of substance on top of structure so to speak so i don't know by the way you just gave me a wicked a wicked good flashback when you said cruising usa yeah remember i always used to play that in the entry lobby to the duchess diner yeah Yeah. And it was the stand-up one with, like, yep. the pedals. And I think many moons ago they replaced it with a sit-down one. And who knows if it's even there anymore. They, they, they replaced it with Crazy Taxi, which was really funny because you can listen to, like, you're trying to walk in all of a sudden, like, um, what's the name of that band that sings uh, Pretty Fly for a White Guy? Um, Offspring? Offspring starts playing in the background. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, pick up the guy. Bring him to the pizza place. Like, that kind of thing. <laughs> You got to be, you got to do in time. Like that's the kind of stuff you get out of that game. Got it. But yeah, this, this, this show's pretty wild in that regard. Um, it, so this is, let me just give you a case as to if this wet your whistle, like it did for me, why I think you Garrett, even though you're not a weeaboo like me should still watch a long play and it's going to be some time. But if you like this like procedural thriller, I think you would get more out of it. If you watch the let's plays now, the cases are longer, so you get more clues. You actually feel like you're a detective when you're watching it because you're like, oh, I remember that. And when that person said that, I can, I can hear the BS or I can hear the, the lie or I can rebut that with this thing. And you feel part of it. And what's great about Let's Play people is that they also don't instantly make the selection. They like let it sit there so you can make up your mind. Like They're like, ooh, multiple choice, which do I pick? And then they pick the right one. You're like, oh, I knew that one. So. Is it in the third person where you watch them – or first person where you watch them run around? No, that's third person, right? It's So the game is primarily in first person because it's a visual novel. So visual novel, it's kind of like you're looking at yourself and the, and the other characters are staring at you and talking to you. Okay. It looks like you're talking to someone physically. But you, you know how well I do watching you ride a horse <laughs> playing a video game. But in the in the trials, it's like, it's like really overstimulating. You're like in the trial and it's like, you know, the the it's in that circular passion fashion, so it's like spinning. It's like, yeah, yeah. well, I'm going to this guy now. I'm going to this person. And they're like, man, you're BS. And then like you're watching the words fly by, and it's like I can imagine how like erratic it would be to play this game. And uh, I so I would say, well, that's a plus. That's the plus column for me. 
The second thing is that the anime is kind of rushed. So if you like, if you want it to kind of be played out a little bit longer, if you want the cases to have more sense and not be rushed, that's number two for why you should watch the Let's Play. The third thing is that there's a flavor to this game, which you just can't get out of an anime. The, the music is one of those things that, like, I think really makes the game. It's very kind of techno, but dreary, but then sometimes it's kind of cool and edgy. And one of the things that comes out of it is this, and they only kind of, they rush through it, is when you're trying to explain what you do at the end when you finally fingered the, the culprit, is that it gives you like a full comic book style of how the case actually happened or how the murder happened. And then, um, so <laughs> you like comic books, you like that song, right? <laughs> Go do a Let's Play. It's that good, so. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> finally, Garrett, we're going to get to the questions that I'm always going to ask. You said it's like a really good experience. Mm -hmm. You tend to agree, I like it. The first question that I always ask you is, would you keep watching? It's not a lot. It's only one season of this particular. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know that I'll go to like different seasons, but I will tell you like now I joked about bef when we talked before recording, I joked about going and watching a different show. But I think uh, if I have the couch to myself, I might just throw on Danganronpa and, and try and polish off the six remaining episodes in the season. Right. And just so you know, the animes that come out after this don't have anything to do with the second or third game or any of the other games. It's kind of like an explainer of the stuff around the video game. So don't even bother watching the other anime. And I don't think most people would anyway. Right. Um, and also, if you haven't played the second or third game, it wouldn't make any sense to you. Mm -hmm. so, um, so, yeah, I'm glad that you're willing to finish it. I will tell you that I've not only finished this anime, I've watched collectively maybe 80 hours worth of video game footage. <sighs> Over the course of like several years, Garrett. So that's not like I did it all. Just on YouTube, checking it's it just out. Just on YouTube, yeah. There's, it's called it, like someone writes it as Dongan Rompa the movie, but really what it is is someone no commentary, just showing their screen and playing through it, and it works just fine. And I are there are there like really bad ones that you don't like? Like I don't like commentary. Oh God, you you don't know how to play or something. No, else. it's the commentary. People like like to read as if they got the voiceover. <laughs> Like someone's like, "Hey, I'm Shuichi, and I'm in that game." Like you don't need to read it, man. You don't. Or like someone gets killed, like, "Well, that was brutal." <laughs> you know how like Twitch streamers sound, where they're not really that funny. That full disclosure, yeah. folks. I like that. Like young people like Twitch channel. I find most people's humor on Twitch really irritating. Like it's that like, <laughs> it's like a lot of that. And I, I, I need a little bit more. Like I, I like conversation with you, Garrett, because you and I are quick-witted, yes. I talk really fast, I know. But I know it comes from, like, a beginning, middle, and end to our, our, our humor, essentially. Yeah. Theirs is just like, hey, look at Dad, I just shed a record of his book. And, like, that kind of stuff. It's more about how erratic can you sh yell stuff. This, this coming from the guy that, like, three episodes ago said that he still had room in his life for Shabadoo. That's different. That, that is legacy Sandler that I'm okay with listening to stuff. So yeah, uh, I I so I would say that I know everything about the show. I'll read I read the wiki. I just I right. I'm every I'm all things Danganronpa, and the second and third games do something really cool with the show. But I but I'm not going to mm -hmm. go over that stuff. But yeah. so watch the let's play. Also watch this anime. It's it'll get wet your whistle to it. The net last thing we always do on these shows are what's called the Weeben Noob score. The Weeben Noob score doesn't necessarily mean the show is good. It's just how soon should you watch it? How much stake are we saying that you should watch it? Watch good anime, watch bad anime, but this is saying, like, what order you should really get in, how high priority should this be given. 
Um, and I'm going to start this time. I would give Danganronpa the animation. Now, I'm not talking about the Let's Play. I'm not talking about any other um, ways of watching Danganronpa. Just specifically, Danganronpa, the animation, I want to give an 8. It is actually a very faithful representation of the video game, and it does a pretty good job of it. And while it does rush through, like, a lot of the payoff you get from playing the video game kind of gets washed out with how quick they do it. All the flavor, the executions, the murder, the pink blood, everything that is Danganronpa doesn't get lost just because it got adapted to an anime. So for that, I'm going to say 8.0. If you like the death game genre, if you like how, you know, something can be, like, super Japanese, the show is super Japanese. Mm -hmm. So definitely... Like I would say, watch it on like a slow, slow week, and just laugh your butt off, but also be like inured by the thrill of it. So mm-hmm. eight point zero is what I give it. Garrett, what do you give this show? I give it a nine. Really? Yeah, I got a Garrett a nine. Woo! What, why was I, that? Uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I told you in the beginning it was a little wonky, and there was a few moments where I was like, ah, I don't know if I can get on board with this. And and a lot of times it has to do with like your mood. And maybe look, I I burned through it today, and I've been like really stressed out. I've been having a bad week, not not a bad week, but I've just been having like a lot on my mind, and it felt like pure escapism. Mm-hmm. And 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 even though it was serious, because you know lives are on the line, <laughs> uh, line. I, I still enjoyed it immensely. I also, I liked the caricature thing. As a noob, I found it educational mm-hmm. to to learn about all these different characters and tropes in anime and have yeah. them all in one spot and have all of their uh, features exaggerated for the sake of the show. Um, I thought the animation was cool. I thought the story was snappy and moved along. I like that there's going to be a conclusion because Mm -hmm. as kids start getting knocked off and you get count down, you will ultimately have an ending. Uh, I'm really interested to find out. I mean, if the rules are guess who it is, they die. I'm really going to be curious to see if a week towards the end, or maybe it'll be the grand finale they don't get it right who did it. I'd like to see some, I'd like to see that. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to see that in the last episode, right. uh, episode seven, but we didn't. Yeah. Um, but it just it had me thinking and I had fun with it. Yeah. And it does, it does unique things every time. So even though it goes through formula, I say that it does like different things every time. You're going to get a fresh, a fresh version of the Latherance. But, but formulas are not bad when they're executed well. And I think this, you're right. It executed well. I would say like this, if you find car crashes stressful, think of a car crash full of clowns. And when they explode, like honking happens and like and you know, slide whistles flies. Happen and confetti flies. That's what this show is, right? It's like, you don't want to laugh at murder, but you kind of do want to laugh at the murder. It is also, I would be shocked. I, so I don't know what the vessel for anime is. In right. The- when new anime comes out, is it on a TV channel? I'm going to say yes, because a lot of times I'll watch it where they stream even before the show happens. And they're like, you see the time on the clock. And that's usually what a channel does. Like a channel put like the clock of the TV. Okay. So I'm going to assume yes. I don't, uh, that's a great question. I think maybe I'll answer Because a show time. like this is so, I mean, the violence in high school yeah. and a few other things, it kind of screamed to me that something that would be like a web release because you can put anything mm-hmm. you want on the internet. And when you don't have like uh uh, the FCC in America or someone right. else you what you can and can't put on TV. Yeah. But I think with the pink, it gets away with it because of the pink blood. There's no actual physical murder happening on mass. It's just after the fact. 
I think they get away with it that much. Uh-huh. And the pink blood. Like, yeah. they're like predators. They have neon blood. That's, that's like, how, how can you really think about it that much? So, uh, as Garrett and I both have faced our executions, and now we've now passed on to a, a greater life, we are ending this show, and now we're going to finally hear your thoughts. Is Danganronpa the animation a type of show that got you into the idea of the visual novel turn to anime? Did it really stay close to the tar- target audience? Did you love the murder mystery slash debate slash visual novel with all the wackiness it is? Or was it too much? Was it too Japanese, too weird, too all at the same time? Let us know in the comments below because we really want to continue this conversation, especially for a show that got a nine from Garrett. How awesome is that? Uh, you can follow us on social media on, at Wama Podcast on Instagram and at Weep underscore Noob when it comes to Twitter. Give us a five, 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 five-star rating on anywhere your podcast is found. So uh, we always want to make sure that people can watch us. So the more that rate us, the more it's better. So um, before we end this show, Garrett, what are your final thoughts on Danganronpa? Trust no one, especially pretty girls, because they will try and kill you in the end. <laughs> that is very true. So we're going to switch our nameplates, call each other to each other's offices with our fake swords, write our final messages in blood. All in all, to wish you all fantastic. See you next week. Take care, y'all. Crap.